Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like updating turbines at one of our Indiana wind farms and producing more oil and gas with fewer operational emissions in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. As a professional welder, Shayna Ford uses Forge FX to practice over and over, which helps her improve her skills. The more muscle memory that you have, the smoother your weld is. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. The following podcast is a Dear Media production. Welcome to The Bad Broadcast. I'm your host, Maddie Murphy. Everybody, welcome back to a new episode of the Bad Broadcast. Don't have a tagline yet, Nick. I'm working on that. <laughs> oh my god, I listened to that. <laughs> You're looking for a tagline. Yeah. <laughs> um, so I'm actually recording in the Dear Media Studios today, my very first time, and I am joined by the. Well, I'm a kind of fangirling. Oh my god, really? Yeah, I really am. <laughs> I can't joined... wait to disappoint you over the course of the next three minutes. <laughs> so I am joined by another dear media host um, who I've been a fan of for a long time. She hosts Everything Is the Best, Pia Baroncini. Thank you. Welcome. Hi. Thank you. So I first heard your <clears throat> voice mm-hmm. when you were on Heather's podcast. Oh, okay. And then I was converted, so I jumped on over to yours. <laughs> and I said this in our email, but. The first episode that I listened to from you, you introduced me to, is it Alyssa or Alisa Vitti? Um, she does In the Flow. Yeah, it's Alisa Vitti. Alisa She's Vitti. like full Italian. She speaks Oh, Italian. is she? Yeah. Yeah. And you introduced me to her. Life-changing. Life-changing. Yeah, crazy. It actually kind of depressed me for a while because of how little I knew. I know, it's horrible. About my body. Mm. <laughs> I mean, you so, heard me on the episode, like, I was shocked. Yeah. And this was, you were, were you in the process of, of trying to get pregnant then? Yeah. Or were you already pregnant? I was trying to get pregnant. Yeah. I think I had already had a miscarriage, which is totally normal. You know, like it's very common, but I think I was, I think that's also why I was so emotional is yeah. because I was in this like deep process of trying to find answers about why it was like kind of taking me like a long time to get pregnant. Mm-hmm. And then, and then you realize that you, I was like doing everything fucking wrong. Yeah. Yeah. Like every single thing that she was like, yeah, this like prevents proper like completely completely rocks your hormones is like fasting and and like keto workouts and keto and I was like I've been doing that for seven years (laughs) like sweet (laughs) I know I think it was the very first time I heard anybody say because she talks about how these diets aren't tested on women in their reproductive years uh-uh. because who's going to test it on women at all. Yeah. And who's going to volunteer like, yeah, I'll put my reproductive health up for grabs. Yeah. Like if you just want to test a diet on me. So I loved it. And I try to stick to her suggestions, but it's hard because I like junk food. So that's why I'm, that's where I'm at. <laughs> when she's like, you need to eat more when you're like in this cycle. I'm like, perfect. I yeah. need to yeah, eat yeah, more I'm junk like, food. Oh, I need to eat so much yeah. this week. And she's like, she means like more like whole grains. Yeah. And I'm like, Okay, more in and out. All right, I can do that. I can do that. So I just want to know everything about you, basically. (laughs) But mainly, you do like 15 different 
You have like 15 different companies. I know. Hopefully one of them will stick. <laughs> it's, not, it's seeming like they're sticking pretty well. Uh, but what was your first, what was the, your first venture? Oh, LPA I've been doing for like okay. six years. And that's, that's your clothes. Yeah. Okay. That's the clothing brand. And I do that with Revolve. Okay. And that's like my daily, mm-hmm. that's like what happens. It's like a baseline all right. the time. But I've been doing it for so long that it's, we have just like, you know, and have such a, Revolve has such a great team that mm-hmm. it's very like systematic and it just is like an automatic thing mm-hmm. that just happens all the time. I'm a little behind right now because. <laughs> Aren't we all? It's my, December. My Q4. Or my assistant designer who had been designing with me for, yeah, it's major Q4 vibes. My assistant who had been with LP for like four years mm-hmm. during COVID was like, God bless him. And I get it. He was just like, I can't fucking do that. Like, I'm having a hard time working from home. Like, the stress of what's going on in the world is really hard for me. Like, he had been totally, like, needing to switch it up for, Mm -hmm. like, the and I knew it. But I was always like, just work here until you find something, like, fabulous. Right. I, I, like, love people moving on and getting other jobs. Like, you have to. Like, I was so supportive of that. But I was like five weeks away from giving birth and he was like, I can't do it anymore. And I was like, oh, okay. You're like, perfect. I have uh, nothing going on right yeah. now. So. <laughs> okay. And we had like, we're in the middle of like doing, like it was like right before New York Fashion Week and Revolve did like a New York Fashion Week thing that LPA right. was in. And so I've been behind for the last like four months and my new person started today actually. So I'll get back on track there. So we'll figure it out. <laughs> we, you, got a, you got a fresh start in like three weeks. I was so. doing that before yeah. I got here. I was like, okay, the entire line for like Q3 next year needs to be done and I was like plugging in everything but I can yeah. do that stuff really quickly mm-hmm. like I can look at a fabric and be like oh these are definitely the three shapes I want and like let's recut that that sold really well and like let's do this cute trim and like okay what's the next one like You're that decisive. to me is like a su- very much so. yeah Baroncini so, important Co is killing me so is I because I was listening to your most recent episode on everything is the best and you were talking just about kind of your career path and then mm-hmm. it's just basically saying yes and taking chances on yeah. like whatever <laughs> like is, a, is that how you feel like well, that you were like yeah be, let's try something new yeah because I think things should come from like what's natural to you and like a natural progression mm-hmm. and if you try to plan things too much like you're not giving yourself any like moments for like grace to come in and right. lead you to where you're supposed to be right so like Baron Jeannie and Port and Co we were in Sicily mm-hmm. and that's that's the, your olive oil yeah okay but that's supposed to be like a whole lifestyle brand the olive oil was first like I was should have had ceramics out by now I'm actually finally like asked a friend who I was supposed to meet with today and have an email to back um <laughs> Don't, don't even remind me how many people <laughs> I but she and I are supposed to I need someone that I can balance ideas like I want it to be I have like aprons designed I have pasta bowls designed yeah I have olive oil pourers designed I have like so much dinnerware that I want to do but I need like a merch plan for that and right. I need to like figure that out like right. timelines and that's where I need help like so well, I need someone to like do that with and that's not my husband what's so impressive and what I like what holds me back from starting stuff is that I'm like well I'm confused on like this part of it so I'm just not going to do any of it yeah when in reality I feel like a lot of it is you just have to start and then once it once you're confronted with it you're like okay I guess I got to figure this out now and then you do that and then you take the next step like we had to cancel we were supposed to have a panettone launch like next week like Uh we already had we had last minute had the paper made whatever like a boxed one or yeah, what? like we this cube was gonna come in like a cute like wrapping paper okay. which is it's like a cake right yeah it's yeah, like yeah, a, yeah it's like very it's funny when you go to Italy or especially like Sicily during Christmas like every time you like sit down for a meal with someone they're yeah. like what flavor panettone like, yeah <laughs> there's just like pa- there's like every billboard yeah. is for is, panettone is that the one where you cool it upside down 
Isn't that what a pan, don't you have to cool it upside? Do you know what I'm talking about? Like when you take it out of the oven, you have to like, you have to cool. Am I? I don't know. I'm pretty sure they did it on Great British Baking Show. So (laughs) wait, I haven't seen. Is that this season? It was like two seasons ago. Okay, I'll send you the clip. You're supposed. It's just like a little cake. It's very fluffy, and if it's not, it's supposed like the one that we sampled that was supposed to come out Mm -hmm. was with our olive oil, and the olive oil didn't let it. It wasn't rising. Oh, when you cut it open, it was really dense, and Mm -hmm. it wasn't this like insane light fluffy thing. Like you want to be able to like squish it down into nothing because it should be so full of air. And we got the sample, and we were like fuck this isn't it yeah and we didn't have enough time because we were just last minute we didn't have enough time to like resample it mm-hmm. and so i have to like make an announcement being like yeah that yeah never mind majorly <laughs> dropped the ball there well my uh my pipe dream you know what i'm not even gonna call it a pipe dream i'm just gonna manifest it mm-hmm. i dream of um judging a baking contest one day like on oh, food network like yeah, that's that's uh-huh. like my life goal like uh-huh. my purpose yeah so if you ever need somebody to test your panadol great yes just mail them to yeah, me. And I'll fine. just, I'll Absolutely. lay them all out. I'll test every single one. <laughs> I would like cake eating to be part of my mm-hmm. job. Yeah. I mean, the only thing that we need to do to like push that forward is continue this like cooking series that we were doing during right. COVID. But like, you know, he, my husband like has his own brand. Mm-hmm. By the way, I don't like encourage people to start their own brands. He started his own yeah. brand because he like <laughs> quit. He had to quit where he was working to mm-hmm. like move to America to like be with me so because he was in Italy right he was living in New York but going back and forth Mm -hmm. and he's from Italy and his next step up in his job was to move back to Italy Mm -hmm. and I was like we got engaged and he's like we're in Italy and I was like no we're not (laughs) you're like actually but you guys got married there right no, we got married in my backyard. Oh, you did? Mm-hmm. It was very, I, like, in my mind, because I remember looking at pictures. People think I live in Italy and speak Italian. It's so crazy. Yeah, well, I remember looking <laughs> at your wedding pictures when I first followed you forever ago, yeah. when I first heard about everything is the best, and I was like, oh, this is in Italy, it, like, yeah. for sure. It was gorgeous. My dad made our house look just, like, it, it, like really tacky on the inside. Like, you know, like, <laughs> it looks it. like like a new jersey. Like, inside, <laughs> it's, like, full, like, American-Italian jersey. It's, like crazy like dark tiles everywhere like my husband's like none of this exists there like i don't know what you people are doing (laughs) yeah so when did you when did you start the podcast nick when did i start the podcast a year and a half ago okay so relatively (laughs) relatively newish right yeah a year and a half yeah what has shocked you the most about starting a podcast i feel like this is my longest list of like things i didn't expect when i started a podcast I'm like shocked and not shocked by how personal people take things. Yeah. Like if I say something that people don't like, like the co- like you can see it in the comments. Mm-hmm. It's like either like, oh, I love her and I yeah. thank you. <laughs> and then the what like the negative ones are like, you're literally the worst. Like I don't know why your husband is with you. Yeah. Like people are like, I actually hate you more I than hate anyone. You. Yeah. 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 Like it's crazy. And it'll be and it's I think it's just I don't know. It's like very one. You're just hearing audio of like a human sitting in her bedroom with her husband. Yeah. And so obviously, if you're not like with us all day long, or you can't see or don't know how we interact, like a lot yeah. of our interactions are us kind of like making fun of each other and like me giving him shit. Yeah. And so if you don't know that enough, like me kind of like making fun of him a little bit, yeah, it sounds fucking horrible. Yeah. I'm contact, like the innocent, gorgeous man with an accent, and I'm like, you said that wrong. Yeah. Like, you no, know but I mean? when people that that just always shocks me about marriage. I've said this before, but like how not sexy marriage is, like. How how, like and so if people take something out of context yeah. like if somebody just hears how me and Matt interact on a on a day-to-day basis I'm like you'd probably think we really don't like each other that 100%. much but we really do yeah. it's just that we're married and it's not sexy and this we have no, to figure out had our to life apply hemorrhoid cream to my ass when I was pregnant like my husband disgusting. had to give me he had to give me an <laughs> enema on my honeymoon <laughs> 
on my honeymoon. Why? Because I didn't go to the bathroom for oh, like you got constipated for like ten days. Where were you? Mexico. Mm, where in Mexico? Cancun. Fuck. I had to bear down. Literally elbows. Yeah, they made me yeah. face down, ass up. So many times. Had to give me an enema. He squirted the water in there for you. He did. He did, and five years later, here we are, and that is not the last time he ever had to do it. <laughs> You're like, you're really good at that. I'm feeling a my, little full right yeah, now. Yeah, I'm like, so, yeah, my <laughs> listeners are probably like, Maddie, shut up about your GI tract. It's like all I talk about. It's, I'm like, nothing. I'm on a- We're I'm a on slave a, to our GI tract. Yeah, I'm like, I'm on a gut health journey. Me too. I just had to do a stool sample. Oh my God, I did mine did yesterday. You? For, for what? For, for Dr. Lecos. Oh, I did mine through, like, I had to mail it. No, I did. No, no, he sent it to me. I do it at home. Yeah, where you like poop in the thing and then you dip it all and you put it in the little so, vials. So, yeah, so it was like this paper yep. net. It's a, oh, you had a net. Yes, that I had to secure. <laughs> this is the this is what always shocks oh, me. God. Like, me and Nick, so this is the first time I'm meeting Nick, my producer, in person. And, uh, same. oh, yeah, and Pia. And, uh, <laughs> I, what did you, what did you say? And I'm like, oh yeah, I forgot you knew that about me. Oh, you were talking about like, oh, our tattoo. Yeah. He was talking about weird how he knows everything about us. Yeah. And, but that's the thing is that when people come up to me just like randomly and they're like, oh yeah, I listen to this. And I'm like, and they'll bring up like my cervix and Mm -hmm. I'm like, why do you, oh yeah, I I told, I told you that. That's right. Uh But yeah. So it's this net, it's a paper net that secures under your toilet seat. Yeah. I didn't have that one. And then a baby ice cream scoop. (laughs) (laughs) It was. I had a different brand. No, it was. It was foul. That one's easier. Mine was like, you know, when you get like a paper cup that like a hot dog comes in at a carnival with like the little red on the side, like a paper. Like that, it gave me that and like a glove. And I was like, okay. And then the little things came. It was so, so like, whatever. And then like the nurse came, basically because everything's virtual right now, it's like $50 to have her come to my house. And she took all my blood and then took the blood with her. And then he sent me the stool sample kit, which I'd done before. Yeah. And I was, because I'd done it before, I was like, whatever, I can do this. You're like, this is my weekend activity. <laughs> but like, my husband was like, what is that? And I was like, oh, those are the tests. And I was like, one of them is the poop test. And he was like, it's okay. It's okay. You're going <laughs> to do Just so sweet. Job. Like, that'll be fine. And I was like, oh, this poor guy in his head is like. I don't want to know that. What did I do? So what, what's going on with your gut? <laughs> How's it going? My body's a disaster since I gave birth. Really? Yeah. And like, it's it's interesting thing because so many people love to downplay how shitty you feel after you give birth. Or like, you gave birth. Like, it's hard on your body. And mm-hmm. it's like, eh. Like, I don't think this is normal. Like, I have bumps all over my arms, all over my, like, it's not like. What do you mean? So you know like a rash? So, like, so you know how sometimes you'll get like, uh, what is it called? Carabin. Keratosis pilaris. Yes. So I'm an esthetician, by yeah. the way. <laughs> I literally am. <laughs> Never used it for one day in my life until this moment. Thank you. Where so I know what KP is. Yeah. So and I'm doing. I was like, oh, I'm getting. I got it bad. Like when I was pregnant, I was like, oh, I have like some KP stuff going on. And I bought all the usual products. Right, that right, I would right. Use. There's like one thing for the shower, and then like the cheap like CeraVe lotion, and mm-hmm. that usually clear. But now it's all over my legs. Oh my gosh. And is it, my, and is it like face. irritated? Like does it itch? It's ear. It's not. It doesn't itch, but they're like on my legs. They're like inflamed bumps. Yeah, I haven't lost a pound since I gave birth. Well, you look amazing. So thank you. Don't my worry face, about that part. I always thank God. Stays chiseled for some reason. <laughs> it's when I was like two hundred fifteen pounds in high school. I still have like a, that's that's how my normal. My face is the last thing to slim and Hot the first thing to bloat. Yeah, like the very first. <laughs> I just bought the Skinny Confidential ice roller. I'll oh, do a free ad for them. I, I haven't used it so yet. Bad. I haven't used it yet. But I'm keeping like, like that looks really. 
cool, Laura? And hoping that she thinks I'm cool enough. I know. I always tag her like, thanks. Think, making people think she sent it to me. She didn't. I bought it. it yeah. <laughs> Fully purchased it. Full price. Actually, I got the Black Friday <laughs> discount. Oh, shit. <laughs> but it's like, no, seriously, my no, face works. my face will swell no matter Hot what. lemon water first thing in the morning. Really? It like, will make your face so thin quickly. Okay, well, I'm just going to believe you because you have such a chiseled face. Thank you. Because I, I like to pretend that health things aren't real. Like, I'm like, eating healthy doesn't really make you mm. feel better. But then I did this gut health test. It sent me back all of these things that were irritating my whoa, gut. What was it? Oh, let me tell you. I have the list as my background so I don't forget. Yeah, I've done that. See, like, it's it's literally on here. My superfoods and my avoid. Would you like me to read you this yeah, list? Yeah, read avoid. Okay. Alfalfa sprouts. Random. Almonds. I had almonds too. But my, my almond milk was fine. Is that weird? How? I don't know. Probably because almond milk is like 100% chemicals. Mm-hmm. Have mm-hmm. you ever looked at the ingredients on almond milk? Yeah, that's why I don't buy it. It's fucking gnarly. Yeah, so I just drink oat milk. I buy canned coconut milk and like water it down. Oh, okay. That's weird, but I'll do that. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, Pia does it? Fine, I'll do it. <laughs> okay, almonds, arugula, barley, beef. Arugula? Yeah, and I love, a lot of these things are things I love, which makes it's sense. It's because you've been eating them too much. Also, my doctor said if you eat things too oh, much, you get an irritation. That makes sense. Beets, bell pepper, celery, coffee. Coffee, like, fuck. No, I read that, and are I was you, unwell. Do you drink, like, matcha now? I drink matcha with, like, a little bit of chai in it, mm. and it's It's fine. fine. But I miss coffee, yeah. obviously. Uh, mung bean sprouts, never eat those. Pistachios, shrimp, tomato, tuna, turmeric, watercress, watermelon, and white mushroom. Watermelon sucks. Yeah, watermelon sucks. But tomato was the main one because I'm like... Pasta. Yeah, tons of pasta. And like we were vegan for... Well, my husband's still vegan, but I was we were eating vegan. So I was literally only eating pasta. That's why I had to stop being vegan because I was like, my diet is pasta and bread and nothing green yeah vegan people you should the rick rubin did an interview once where he talked about being vegan forever and going to like some buddhist monk retreat Mm -hmm. and where you like fast and like meditate for five days or whatever and afterwards the monk looked at him and he was like you need meat yeah no no no. my whole thing is that i'm like vegan yeah that's crazy like i thought i'd be like one with earth if i'm vegan and he was like you're literally sick and you're and at that time he was really bloated and like couldn't lose weight yeah he started eating meat and then he like slimmed out and felt better than yeah well when you're vegan you eat so much flour and sugar Mm -hmm. because they're vegan yes yes and you're not getting any like i i think i was just so deprived on protein Mm -hmm. like i was i was gaining weight i was getting headaches i was just not well women need protein i think yeah and and Matt, my husband, like, loves it. He's thriving. He has, like, his schedule things. Like, he eats the same thing every day, so he doesn't care. Yeah. And I'm like, I want to wake up and, like, make eggs. Like, I don't want to wake up and eat pasta. <laughs> yeah, I know. Even though it was a good time. It was, for, like, those two weeks that I was feeling good, I was like, I could do an all-pasta diet. Yeah. Like, for sure. But, yeah, the tomatoes was was hard to give up. Yeah, but I'm it's really weird. excited to get my test back. The more I learn about gut health, I talked about this with my friend Chloe a couple weeks ago because she's, she's getting her degree in... Like she wants to be like a health coach Mm -hmm. and it's amazing how much our gut is connected to our brain. 100%. And nobody talks about that. Like I, like even things like when you get butterflies and when you have a gut feeling, like that's your brain communicating with your stomach. Um, Most of my friends who have really bad IBS, I'm always like, you need a fucking antidepressant. Yeah. Or like an anti-anxiety situation. Yeah. And a lot of it, you know, it's like, it's like hot girls have IBS. Yeah. You see those billboards. (laughs) It's like, because they're just like anxious. So like all of my like Jewish friends, like one of our best friends, he's always like, he was like stressed about something. I was like, how bad your stomach right now? He's like, I'm just shitting my pants at this point. I was like, yeah, because you're like a tightly wound 
around Jewish yeah. man with in severe anxiety. You have yeah. raging IBS. Yeah. So I've, I, that's actually, be, it's been like the coolest thing that I've learned. And again, what we were talking about earlier, it kind of depresses me how little I know about my body. Yeah. And just like, yeah, just, I feel like as women, you're not taught to like, you're just not taught the nitty gritty about your body no. in any Like you have to go find it. You have to go do your own research because you're not going to learn it in Mm-mm. like your education growing up and then. It's a man's world, so nobody teaches us anything. <laughs> yeah. So, but just figuring that all out. But yeah, it's a journey. I'm gonna tell Carmela everything. Yeah, as as you should. That's that's my one thing. My she already gets probiotics and vitamin D every day. Yeah, well, I heard that about babies about giving them probiotics and it helps their baby acne. My breast milk helped her baby acne when. Did you like squirt it on her face? Mm-hmm. I'm so I would literally. I'm so jealous. <laughs> I don't know who. I hate in the situation. In the situation, everyone thinks it's such a beautiful. I was like, I'm gonna breastfeed for a year. Everybody who stops early is a selfish asshole. Yeah, and I didn't even make it as long as my friends who I judged for ending it. Like I was like, she only did three months, and yeah. I after a month, I was like, I'm tapping out. Why? Why is that? It's physically very uncomfortable. Whatever you're like, I understand. Yeah, did like, your it's nips a, like crack and bleed? I'm really lucky that they didn't. Uh, a lot of my friends, I've seen it where like literally like there's like cracks. It's like hanging off, like half yeah. their nipple was like hanging off. One time just... my baby niece threw up and it looked like a strawberry milkshake. And she's like, yeah, that's because that's because my nipples bleed. I was so like, so many of my again. friends' kids would have like blood all in their mouths. That is, it's totally normal. And nobody talks about it, but it is very normal. But yeah. it was, it's more so like I wasn't able and I don't encourage this by any means and I don't, I hate busy bragging, but it's just the state of our life right now yeah. and like the building process. So I didn't take a day off, mm-hmm. which was fine because I'm also not someone who like... After babies, giving birth, you didn't take a day off. No, also like babies sleep all the time. Yeah. So a lot of people just were, you know, it's like if I if she's sleeping and fed and I have hours, I can take a quick shower, but there's still like hours where she's sleeping and I'm not going to like watch TV. Right. I, I felt like I was watching a lot of TV at the end of my pregnancy because I was so tired and, I, you know, I would stop working at like three or four. And mm-hmm. I watched like so much Friends. It was also like total pandemic, so we were just like not really going anywhere, and it was, and I was just like, ugh, like I wanted to like get out and I wanted to like work. It yeah. made me feel less like I was isolated. Yeah. Almost. Did you have more energy? Like after you gave birth, did you feel like an uptick in your energy, or were you feeling pretty good throughout your just pregnancy? Normal. Yeah. The yeah. end is you're fucking exhausted. Mm-hmm. But then breastfeeding was really hard because. First of all, you're just like the milk is just like leaking everywhere. So it's like from like a dignity perspective, it feels really odd. When you pump, like pumping, like hooking yourself up to a pump is like. Yeah, you probably feel like a machine. It's horrible. And I I hate to say that because I'm so lucky and it's such a gift, but it really. It, you just are, and it's such a temporary part of your life. It's not forever at all. And right, it's, but you can have feelings about it yeah, and still it, know that it's great and a blessing and all of that. It and was still, hard. I still have, I pumped a fuck ton. I, I have a, but also here's the major part. Everything I ate gave her gas. Um, so unless I was going to be Sounds like only myself eat, with my own body. <laughs> <laughs> Literally, <laughs> like kale, tomatoes, literally yeah, yeah, yeah. with your own body, like arugula, like all of that goes in your milk and it makes their little tummies can't handle it. Yeah. And so. And you probably had to give up wine. Were no, you giving? No, no, no. Oh, okay. I drank. Okay. I drank wine and coffee and I talked to so many people about it and they were like, your body's a filter. Well, yeah. Like it's. And like, I feel like babies, like, yeah, 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 yeah. It's I agree with you. Like tomatoes and all those vegetables are super acidic. Mm-hmm. So they're getting like acidic milk. I don't know. What, I, I'm not a fucking doctor. All I know is she would get 
so gassy mm-hmm. and that's when they get upset when they're little it's like mostly because they have like insane they're in like major pain yeah so we spent a lot of time doing like gas management like putting her legs back trying to get her to fart there's this little thing called a windy that you can stick in their butt and it's like air and poop just fly out <laughs> <laughs> i i read somewhere that you need a poop parent and a barf parent mm. is that right do you yeah. feel like you and it's david right yeah yeah do you feel like you have a poop he would a- get we would both get like very satisfied if we could get her to poop in the morning yeah. especially or in the middle of the night or whatever like anytime she would be uncomfortable yeah and so that was a hard part of of breastfeeding was knowing like okay so unless I'm only eating like the most plain like rice and pasta or whatever and then I was like I knew my biggest fear with my body after giving birth was that this was like exact thing was going to happen that yeah. like I wasn't and most people like you automatically just like you know like 20 30 pounds comes off because yeah. your body's like oh you've given birth and like everything comes out and, and then like what i've noticed with a lot of my friends is like you know they drop like a good chunk because your body just does its its job of like managing itself right and then you have to work to get like you know five to 25 to 30 pounds off additional and like most people can just like manage that with like diet and exercise and like I just like not a pound has come off. Right. And so it's it's like actually like spiraled me into like some pretty intense depression because like literally like I tried to put on a pair of pants yesterday that were like my like major if I'm like if I'm like 30 pounds heavier uh-huh. pants, those pants fit me. Yeah. And they like wouldn't even go over my thighs. And I was like, fuck, like I don't even like it's gnarly and nothing I'm doing is working. And so between like the bumps everywhere, I'm also exhausted and everyone's like it's because of the baby i'm like i fucking slept training to the baby she goes to bed at six and she wakes up at seven so it's not the baby yeah she goes to bed at six perfectly like a little angel like she's heaven on earth she does not wake up in the night she hasn't woken up in the night in like four months it's not it's i'm like i wake up and getting out of bed is so hard and that's you know like the first sign of like shit being really fucked up yeah with your body it's Mm -hmm. like your energy tanks i also just found out i have pcos Oh, you did? Mm-hmm. And you didn't know that before you gave birth? Nope. Really? You'd think someone would discover that. Yeah, when they're, they're all when up in you your uterus. And say, I would like to get pregnant. Can you make sure everything's working? And come back in six months if you're not pregnant. We'll, we'll check for something then. And nobody gave you any inklings. That was a fucking it... asshole doctor trying Wait, to tell me that serious? I needed to do IVF. And that my, I was never going to have a child on my own without the aid of IVF. And you didn't use IVF, did you? No, I literally said, this is all too much for me. Talk about brain connection. Yeah. The doctor said, because the one thing if you're supposed to get pregnant, everybody says is like, don't, you have to stop thinking about it. And it's fucking true. Yeah. And the same thing applies. That's so annoying. It's annoying. (laughs) And the same thing goes for IVF. Mm -hmm. If you're stressed about IVF, the harder it is to do an egg retrieval. So he was like, yeah, and you just have so, you know, you have, your numbers are so bad. We're probably gonna have to do like three egg retrievals. And in my head, I'm like, that's like $50,000. Yeah. You're like $50,000. Like I would like to have $1 to raise this child. Literally like what? Like, I don't think I have like some fat savings account. So I don't. Um, I'm an idiot who spends all my money on I'm like savings <laughs> yeah. account. Sweat. Could not be me. <laughs> and so I was like, oh, I gotta go into debt on this thing. And then I just I had this gut feeling that said, Stop, you've been doing this for two years, and now I'm gonna have to spend however many months doing all these egg retrievals. And I was like, again, we had like gotten super overweight during COVID and like it stopped working out and was drinking a lot. And I was just like, everything's depressing me. I just wanna like relax yeah and love on my husband and stop talking about ovulating and getting yeah. pregnant and chill and go on like a trip and 
work out and get my schedule back, get myself feeling good. And the moment that I decided I was going to stop trying, I didn't even know I was ovulating, we made Carmel. Really? Hmm? That is impressive. I made him pasta, which I had never made him before because he's from Italy and I'm too nervous. Right. And I made him pasta pomodoro and he ate it and he cried and it said it tasted just like his mom's. And then we that made, was the magic. And then we made Carmela. That was when Carmela was like, "I'm ready. <laughs> yeah. I'm ready to." Do <laughs> his attend. mom's name was Carmela too. Oh so really? Whole th- yeah, that's she was a tomato for Halloween because she was like, our, "She's our little pomodorini oh that we gosh. made." <laughs> I love her. You just Pia just showed me some videos of her. She's her hair. I, I can't get over her hair. It makes her look like an adult. Yeah, and again, in this last episode, you were talking about that it's fun because she's like a real human being now. Yeah, she's like has a personality. Newborns are so so. They're so boring. So cute <laughs> and so boring and so confusing and they don't give you anything. And as soon as you started smiling, I was like, oh, we're in the game now. Yeah. Let's go. So how are you doing with all the changes with your body and stuff? How are you doing like day to day? What's kind of your self-love routine to stay on top of it? Like to to not. I've given up right now. Oh, okay. Yeah. That's, I'm that's like, fine. Yeah. Until I get my test results back. Yeah. Because what I've noticed is like I've had disordered eating, obviously. So basically what I realized is like having PCOS, mm-hmm. you can work work your ass off as so you can eat one piece of lettuce a day and you're not going to lose weight. You yeah. have complete insulin resistance. And I've been dealing with, I got my period when I was 10 and really heavy. I would bleed for weeks on end. Oh my. And, and I had ovarian cysts. I had all the signs. I cannot believe they just barely yeah. diagnosed I have a you. huge cyst right now, like horrible. And so I, you get a lot of women who have PCOS have horrible disordered eating because nothing works. So you mm-hmm. start getting weird. Right. Like I had like an Adderall addiction for a long time. Like if I forgot an Adderall, I'd be like, like yeah. I'm going to eat more than I should. Yeah. Like, of co- like, you know, when I was little, I would like chew my food and spit it out or like throw it up. Yeah. I like, couldn't think about it being in my stomach. Like forever yeah. and like tons of binging then going really hard on diets. Absolutely. Like everything I eat, I feel fucking fucked up about. Or yeah. feel, it's always been like that. So uh, until I get these test results back, I'm like, I'm not going to put my... I go on long walks and I obviously... I eat very healthy naturally anyway. Last night I had black rice, salmon, and broccoli. That's like my favorite dinner. Right. But like... You know, if we go out to dinner, we went to a new restaurant for my mom's birthday last week. And I was like, I'm going to eat whatever I want at this fucking dinner. And I'm yeah. not going to feel bad about it. And until I get these test results back, once I get the test results back and I know that there's a an end in sight and that this is the path to making Definitely. me feel better, I will go hard that way. But in the meantime, like I eat, I say 80% of the time I eat really, really well. I like that anyway. Like, you know, yeah. I have I have gluten-free oatmeal with chia and flax every morning. Yeah, like you, you like how you feel when you eat it. Yeah. Yeah, and I feel like, so, well, how old are you? 35. Okay, yeah. So I feel like our kind of generation growing up, it was just like the height of, like when we were in our formative years, it's like the height of skinny. You know, like celebrities oh, were all yeah. scary thin. Like it was all about that fad diets, like South Beach diet. What What's that other oh one? Oh my God, my mom had that fucking book. What's the one... Oh, just like low. It was just the height Atkins. of oh, Atkins. Atkins. I was talked about that today because oh, did I you? did Atkins in high school. Yeah, my mom. We had half and half in the fridge for she's making eggnog, and I was like, oh my god, 
I used to make my coffee with half and half in high school because that was what the Atkins diet. Yeah. Did. Yeah. And I remember like I went on like Jenny Craig when I was probably I 12 Craig. or totally. 13. Like, and it has messed with the way I view food. Can you imagine that food? I ate that. I was on Jenny Craig my freshman How year. How about the fact that it's all pre-packaged? You don't it's eat one not, thing that's fresh. Real food. Yeah. You don't eat one. I was so embarrassed. Carrot. I would take it out of the package and put it in a container yeah. and bring it to school on my lunch. Box. Yeah. Jenny Craig, all of those things. I've, I've done all of them. Remember the 100 calorie snack packs oh i can't even look at those they trigger me how so, gross they're sick and the oreo ones are like these little yeah tiny, they were weird they were like little air puffs yeah like it would be better like and what i noticed with my eating is that had i just taken care of myself and and like rid myself of the guilt of eating one oreo yeah i probably would have felt better in my body anyways i, I don't I know if had I, like a real piece of dark chocolate yeah i wouldn't have maybe looked different but yeah. like mentally it yeah, just mental it, it wrecked me from age i mean yeah again i still feel like i'm coming out of it like trying to figure out how Dude, to imagine not having a daughter yeah yeah I can't. And the other day, my mom, who is a pound, yeah. she's like, she was 127 walking out of the hospital with me. Yeah, that's so rude. I've been 127 since eighth grade. She, the other day, she did something that was so shit-bitchy. She was like, and it, my mom's an angel. I live with her. Yeah. Like, I'm her. <laughs> I like, I'm nothing without her. Like, she's my whole life. But she does little shit-bitch things when it comes to talking about her body. And she was like, oh, I shouldn't have eaten that or something. And I was like... You can't say yeah. that in front of me. Well, like, it's like, it's generational. It really like, is. You've been talking shit about your tiny body in front of your daughter who was like bigger than you in fifth grade. Yeah. Like forever. Can you not? Yeah. And she was like, what? And I was like, you fucking unaware bitch. Like, <laughs> I found those green tea pills, those like Zyre oh, green tea oh, pills yeah. from Costco. Yeah. When we moved in together, they were in every drawer of the house. I was like, you fucking bitch. Are you serious? By the way, she doesn't even eat. Yeah. Anyway, she like picks at things like a little bird yeah. until she starts. That is exactly my five. mom will get full off of like a handful of almonds. Always. I'm like, what is I going know. on? I used to really irritate my dad because he ate so much. And yeah. he'd be like, just order an entree to yourself. She's like, I just am not gonna finish it and it's wasteful. Yeah. So, so like, what are how, what are you gonna change? How are you gonna teach Carmela? I'm just not gonna talk negatively about my body yeah. in front of her. I feel I like even, even talking about bodies at all, like I, I, I just wish I wasn't even aware of women talking about their bodies you know at all good or bad i see it with like certain friends or family members too who like with hot moms that like talk bad about their bodies in front of their daughters and i'm like ooh, i am never fucking doing that like i pick her up every morning i go look at you yeah like look at you are we so thankful for our bodies look at your body look at how pretty your smile is like you're so smart today's gonna be such a good day yeah like i'm just gonna like she's gonna absorb that also they're gonna grow up so different than us because look at all the shit she sees now just normal bodies everywhere and campaign on billboards everywhere it's true i just i just stumbled upon like a tiktok rabbit hole are you are you on tiktok yeah okay so i yeah i i I can't get started tiktok if i get started and i'm laying in bed i can guarantee i'm not moving for the next four hours wait this episode of the bad broadcast is brought to you by BetterHelp. what is interfering with your happiness is there something preventing you from achieving your goals is the seasonal depression just hitting a little bit different after being inside for basically two years straight? If so, I feel you. 
BetterHelp will assess your needs and match you with your own licensed professional therapist. You can connect in a safe and private online environment, and you can start communicating in under 48 hours. It is not a crisis line. It is not self-help. It is professional counseling done securely online. You can send a message to your counselor anytime, and you'll get timely and thoughtful responses. Plus, you can schedule weekly video or phone sessions, all without ever having to sit in a waiting room. BetterHelp is committed to facilitating great therapeutic matches, so they make it easy and free to change counselors if needed. It's also more affordable than traditional offline counseling and financial aid is available. This service is available for clients worldwide. You can find the particular expertise that you need and you don't have to limit yourself to the counselors located near you. Anything you share is confidential and it's convenient, professional, and affordable. In fact, so many people have been using BetterHelp that they are recruiting additional additional counselors in all 50 states. So I want you to start living a happier, hotter life today. And as a listener of the Bad Broadcast, you'll get 10% off of your first month by visiting BetterHelp at betterhelp.com slash bad. Join over 1 million people who have taken charge of their mental health. Again, that's betterhelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash bad. Not to interrupt you, but I... To put some context into my TikTok love, we got an iPad, yeah, which I've never had one, but we got it like <clears throat> as like a mon whatever, it's, yeah. And I it was the first night with the iPad. My husband was working until like eleven, and he came home, and the iPad was an inch away from my face. And I had been on. I was like, oh, I'm gonna go to bed early tonight. We yeah. went to bed at eight thirty. I had been on TikTok from eight thirty until eleven, <laughs> and then he got home and he was like, "Whoa, you're like really into the computer or into the iPad." And I was like, "Yeah, this is awesome." Yeah. And then he like took a shower and came back and turned the light off, and I was like, "What? What are we going to bed? Why are we going to bed?" He goes, "It's 12. <laughs> and I was like, "What?" And he was like, "How long have you been looking at the iPad? Are you looking at TikTok?" And I was like, "Yeah." He was like, "Oh my god, this is it." That well, that's happened. the thing is that the the videos are so short. I'm like, I'm just gonna look for like 15 minutes, and then I've watched probably 15,000 videos. And I'm like, there's my day. There it goes. Incredible. But I just stumbled upon this rabbit hole of Gigi Hadid and her mom. And like, have have you seen these videos? They're like old housewives clips when Yolanda was still on. I cannot wait. They are. Tell me. Atrocious. Just the comments that, that Yolanda makes to her girls about their what? Just like, like, okay. So it's when Gigi's playing volleyball, she's like still in high school. She's probably 16 at the time. And Yolanda's like, I just, you know, I wish my daughter wasn't playing a sport that's going to make her big and bulky. I just, I really don't want my daughters to be bulky. And then she's like making, oh, it's Gigi's birthday and she wants a piece of cake and Yolanda like cuts it for her. Swear on my life. Cuts like a little, cuts seriously. A square no, inch of it. No, she didn't. And it's like, that's all you can have. No, she didn't. Yeah. This yeah. is available this on is the ava- internet. This is all over. So it, it's resurfacing because there's all this drama going on with Zayn yeah, and Yolanda. So everyone's like, so everyone's like Yolanda's crazy. crazy bitch. Yeah, like uh. she's been crazy forever, but just... I don't feel, I mean, Yolanda's obviously more upfront about it, but it's not uncommon for moms to really like monitor what their girls eat. And, and I do think it's generational in a lot of ways. Like that. I've also heard crazy things about Zane, by the way. I know I have too. Like from people who like work in certain companies who oh, he was supposed to like show what's up the for tea? things. Like I'm not like that. He was supposed to show up for a job one day, like a big, big job. And like, didn't because he said that like there were people following him trying to like murder him and it's like not that many people are thinking about you but like i think he was like psychotic like I yeah think he thinks people he had like, like a it was psychotic like, a, like break a, like an episode like he was yeah. like people are i think he has like insane paranoia i don't think any of these poor kids like 
Like, by the way, like, I, I've met, like, Bella a few times. She's, uh-huh. like, the nicest, most wonderful person. I think, like, moms being weird with their daughters mm-hmm. is, like, was super normal for us growing up. Yeah. Especially in L.A. Mm-hmm. Because it was, like, if you're... I mean, think about how we grew up, like with like Monica being the fat one on Friends. Like, like you just, I think that it's it's so many moms' fears that their daughters are going to get overweight and they're not going to know how to manage it because it does become such a part of your life. It's It's sad. I know it's so sad. And Yolanda was talking not to not to linger on Yolanda too long, but she's talking about because she has Lyme disease, yeah, and so does Bella, mm-hmm. and so Yolanda's big on like everything holistic, no Botox, no she you know she got her implants removed, she's, and then she like is encouraging Bella to you know get the surgeries, get the get the work done, and it's like that's you literally your whole thing is that you want to be natural and you want to mm-hmm. only put natural things into your body, but then when it comes to your daughters, you're like pushing the nose job and pushing the implants. And I went through like a just, weird health phase where I was like, I'm not eating anything that's not perfect, blah 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 blah, blah and like putting so much Botox in my face, and I was like, I need to get off my house. You're like, there is there is a mix <laughs> there up are here. Implants in my body. When and I, Botox all over my face. When I went to aesthetic school and I learned about Botox for the first time, I'm like. Talk, oh, it's toxins. I get it now. I mean, I would still do it. I'm not. I'm not above it. I would totally do it. My sister, if my forehead dad, wasn't so tiny, I would get it. <laughs> my sister-in-law's dad worked in the lab that developed both. Like it was for lazy eyes. Oh, really? It was. Yeah, it was developed so like if somebody had a lazy eye, you would shoot the muscle behind the eye. Oh, that. So their eye would would go straight. Like it it paralyzed the muscle and like someone in the office one day was like what if we used it for wrinkles i mean it, it obviously like worked mr Botox i've also seen people do or not see i have not witnessed this but people doing it for like uh when they pee their pants after a baby oh like it paralyzes. Anyway, that's just like a pelvic floor thing that you just need to get fixed it's not everyone thinks it's normal to pee yourself every doctor i've talked to and interviewed on my podcast is like that's not normal yeah it doesn't sound normal you just need to like or do, do readjust your, key, do your, your pelvic key, do your floor kegs? Yeah, it's like it's more than that. It's like shift. It's like getting your pelvic floor like completely realigned. Oh, I know that sounds hard. They don't teach you. That. It's not. It, they don't teach it, you that. But stuff. it sounds like birth would do a number on your pelvic floor. I was all about having this like very natural birth. Mm-hmm. I wanted to. I really wanted that to be. I kept looking. I kept like watching natural natural birthing videos and crying, and I was yeah. like, I want that victory. Like, and then I. As soon as I I did four hours of natural and I literally got to the hospital and said, if you don't give me an epidural now, I will kill myself. Yeah. I looked at because they were like, well, you have to wait like 45 minutes. And I said, ma'am, we don't have 45 minutes. You're like, neither of us are going to make it out we're of this situation. Gonna <laughs> I'm going to see those wires on that machine. They're going around my neck. Yeah. Like I <laughs> cannot handle this. I, and the guy, yeah. and then the did you have like, a doula? all of a sudden rushed in. Yeah. And she, you know, does natural births all fucking day long. And, yeah. I, and then I, all my friends I talked to about natural births have like, horrible like like they couldn't eat for like i get where on tuesday we went out to dinner on friday i was like i want a martini yeah right around this to an early dinner i had a burger and french fries absolutely like, it was wonderful and i remember i like didn't know like i didn't put my like pads in my boobs and i there's like milk dripping all over my yeah. dress and i was like this is so funny like i'm a mom now like yeah and well i feel like the better experience that you have yeah. like the yes. i don't know i just feel like the energy goes into the child and if it's a horrible experience for you if it's stressful and miserable and painful and all those things like why not use... i have friends who couldn't walk for days yeah because they but they still would say they would they wouldn't they change would, it yeah they were in labor for days i just i'm like like my new OB 
like Dr. Mercy, who's incredible, who found my PCOS, she looked at me and said, you wouldn't get a tooth extracted without numbing. Yeah. Like, well, like we, we have that, we have the ability to do that now. Yeah. We might as well make birth a fraction yeah. of a percentage more pleasant than yes. it is right now. Yeah. Because you're already going to sacrifice so much for your child. You're going to be, you know, being a mom is a full-time job. Yes. You don't have to put yourself through the worst possible experience to make yourself I really thought a better that mom. it like made me like a better mom. And I yeah. was like, mm, no, me being happy makes her a better mom. Yeah. I, I went through a phase where I was obsessed with watching water births. Obsessed and, with watching water births. But then I got a little bit turned off when the husband was like in the bloody water. <laughs> I was like, uh, I don't know if that's like what I, I, I felt like I was interrupting something. My husband something. still won't tell me if I pooped or not. He won't tell you? No, because like when, when I, I feel like, like if he won't tell you, you did. That's what I'm like, <laughs> but he, but I think he didn't see it. And I think oh, he's yeah. like assuming because they clean everything up so quickly. Yeah. And I'm numb. I can't, but, but like, and it wouldn't be weird or gross or anything. Yeah. It's like, did. no, it's like, everyone's like, did you poop on? The, I'm like, there's two different holes. You're like, it was pristine. The huh? baby. Like it doesn't work like that. Yeah. And. I, I every time it'll come up, he'll be like, "Oh yeah, she pooped," and I'm like, "Did I?" He's like, "Well, you know," and I'm like, "I think you, I think you just like saying You're it. like, what like, do you mean he you saw know? something <laughs> that made him like more of a dad or yeah. something?" And I'm like, "I don't think you saw anything." Did he cut the cord? We we did delayed cord clamping, but yes, he did cut the cord. What does that mean? So there's. Like, there's uh, there's a million different ways to do a lot of things. But mm-hmm. if you collect the cord blood, uh, which I did, there's, like, stem cells in there mm-hmm. that could be used later if she, she has any sort of issues. And it works for everyone in the family. Amazing. Yeah, it's really cool, but it's expensive. Yeah. Uh, but it's fucking, it's like, what do you, can you can put a price on, like, being able to, like, help your like child save with, like, cancer a child's or something? Life? Yeah. Like, yeah. And then... But you delayed cord clamping is great because you want those stem cells. Then the argument is you want them to go back into the baby because they're all in there, right? So it's like you're just taking them away and saying I could use them later. But then like why not let her have them? So we did delayed cord clamping, which we it was like you know, 90 seconds or something, like as soon as she was out, letting everything go back in, then clamping it, then collecting it, and then they come and pick it up for you at the hospital. Interesting. And where kit? Where where are is it? Like in a freezer somewhere? It's in a lab, I think, in Texas or something. Oh, wow. There's like a huge, there's like a warehouse full of like stem cells from people. Do you pay like a monthly fee? Mm-hmm. Yeah, because I feel like that's like freezing your eggs. Like they keep yeah, it somewhere. Yeah, like, like rent the space. You like pay a rent. <laughs> 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 You're like, my, they have my couch and uh, Carmela stem cells yeah. <laughs> just in storage. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's amazing. I was going to say something about your, P- I had a question about your PCOS and then I forgot to ask it. Think about it. I just don't know how they didn't find it when you were going through all that fertility stuff. Because nobody ever looked, nobody ever did an ultrasound on my ovary. I kept saying, like, don't we want to do, like, an ultrasound on my ovaries? It's wild. I don't know. I'm really irritated about it. Yeah. Well, hopefully the gut stuff, the gut stuff will help. I'm just, I'm really counting on my gut health journey to heal literally everything. I'm expecting it to, like, will. make me rich. Like, <laughs> what, like, every problem in my life will be healed when I figure out my gut. I kept asking Dr. Lekos when I, like, before I got pregnant. And then when I was pregnant, I said, like, what is there, like, a bio, because he, like, specialized in, like, biohacking. And mm-hmm. I was like, is there, like, a bio, like, what's, like, the biohack for the baby? And he just said, make sure, like, you just want to have a healthy. What in the hell is biohacking? <laughs> Oh my God, are you serious? I have never, I, okay, I shouldn't say I've never heard that word, but I, every time I've heard it in the last year, I've mm-hmm. wanted to ask somebody. So tell me what it is. Oh God. I mean, there's just so many different, I mean, it's essentially like trying to like use how, like what your body already does okay. like, and just like amplify it. Okay. Cause a girl, a girl I follow just bought a sauna and she was like, it's for biohacking. And I'm like, okay. I don't uh, know what that yeah, means. I mean, it's like, it's, you know, I think there's like, 
I think like intermittent fasting is probably considered like a biohack, which obviously works really well for women who don't want to have kids anymore mm-hmm. or, or it's great for women who are like postmenopausal. It's like mm-hmm. obviously great for men, like keeping your body in autophagy, like knowing that like when your body's in autophagy, it's like eating its own bad cells. Oh. Like Prolon, I think is like a biohack. Right, right, like, right. You know, because Prolon, like people think it's a diet, like Prolon prevents like Alzheimer's and like Does autoimmune it? disease. Because I've seen Pro, I, I've just seen it from Tinks. Do you follow Tinks? No, but I feel like I need to because yeah. every day someone's everybody's like, talking about her. Yeah. That's the first time I heard about Pro. I think she's amazing. Yeah, she's great. And but somebody was somebody messaged her and was like, "This is this is bullshit. You can't be body positive and be doing Prolon." And she's like, "It's, it's literally bullshit. not. It it's, has nothing to do. With it's right. not like a lemon water, cayenne pepper. I don't water lose cleanse. any weight from Prolon. That makes me want to do it more." Yeah, because I didn't. I, I haven't even it, looked into Alzheimer's. It. I'm next up for Alzheimer's. That like my grandma had it, and it, I think how it, often like, are you doing Prolon? Well, right now, I just did it, but I think it made it worse with everything that's going on. Right. It was weird. I'm usually really good about doing it. I mean, it's hard to do, but I can, like, fly through it pretty fine. Mm-hmm. And my husband feels incredible after. Like, really? he loves it. He feels better than he's ever, like, he loves doing so it. So is, is it? You're supposed to do it. There's a million podcasts with a doctor who did it. His name is Walter Longo. He's uh-huh. a doctor at USC. Uh-huh. They were giving it to, to cancer patients. Really? Yeah, people who were going through chemotherapy. It was helping them through their chemotherapy. That is amazing. Yeah, it's it's that's how they like were testing it. Yeah, and, and is it they, is it food like how how does the system even work? It's all like powdered. You there's like a bar in the morning. Oh, okay, and then powdered soups and like one snack will be like five almonds, and then another uh-huh. snack will be like how long does it last? Ca- five days. Oh, it's, it's only five days. It's hard though. I mean, yeah, you're yeah, yeah. Severely hungry. Yeah, it's 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 fast mimicking. So it's giving you like enough sustenance that your body thinks it's fasting. Mm-hmm. With, so it stays in autophagy for those five days. So apparently Amazing. you're just like peeing out like just bad, bad cells. Yeah. Well, you've been a good salesperson for him because I'm about to go buy it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I definitely think you could like, I would, if you have like a doctor who knows what the fuck they're doing, mm-hmm. like I wouldn't do it if I was trying to get pregnant. You right. know what I mean? You want to make sure that you're doing it in like a good, but I did it a bunch, like before we got married when I was like. And afterwards, when I wasn't, when baby stuff wasn't on my mind, and it made me feel like I could take over the fucking world. Yeah. But I know, but another friend of mine, like V's Honey, who's like a big health girl on Instagram, she hated it. Really? Mm-hmm. Well, I think you just have to try it. Yeah, it's worth week. a shot. Yeah. Worth a shot. Okay. I think that's all my questions for you. I mean, I could talk to you forever, but <laughs> <laughs> but I won't make everybody listen to a two-hour episode. Um but you are, yeah, you're a fabulous follow on Instagram. I oh, want everybody to go follow you. I think your your life is gorgeous. Your child is gorgeous. And <laughs> oh, I, uh, no, I really, I really have loved following you. And now I feel so honored to have met you. Oh, so you. tell everybody where they can find you. Uh, my Instagram is Pia Barancini, and then I have the Everything Is the Best podcast. Yes. And is it Tuesdays? It's supposed to be Wednesdays, but we haven't really been on track for a while, so it comes out once a week. <laughs> it's on there. It's, it's on, on there it's somewhere. On there yeah. Once a week. What are what are some of your favorite episodes that you've done? People really like the Q and A's with my husband. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and I got a nice comment today about a solo episode. I don't, but the ones with all the doctors, like I like, yeah, really the the Elisa Vitti episode. I just think if you're like a a person with a period, you should listen to it. Absolutely, yeah. yeah. And that was that was a life changer for me. So, but thank you so much for joining me. Thank you. And uh, let's do it again soon. Yeah, absolutely. Pia Barancini on Instagram. Are you on TikTok? Are you doing TikToks on your own or just no, no, just no. consuming? No, that's crazy. Yeah. <laughs> don't 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 get too ahead of yourself. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, listen to her on Everything Is the Best and. Uh, Thanks for being here. Thank you. Bye. Bye.
Thanks so much for listening. Remember, you can catch a new episode of The Bad Broadcast every Monday. Don't forget to subscribe so you don't miss anything. Also, I want to hear from you, so please leave a rating and review. You can also follow me on Instagram at The Bad Broadcast for all the behind the scenes action and more information. Talk to you next week.